Their heads usually resemble those of humans, although some have pointy ears like Yoda. Oh, Maybe some don't. <laughs> Maybe some don't. Alrighty. Alright, they have four fingers on each of their hands, and most do not have tails. Most do not have tails! Welcome back, Explorers. I'm David, that's Wesley, and this is the Trailcast. The weekly show that gets so far off track, you have to stick around and see just where we end up. So, David, we don't use our tagline a lot. I should probably use it more often. But where are we going to... Well, maybe not where we're going to end up, but where are we going to start this week? Because I actually don't know, and I'm curious. Yeah, so... I was supposed to find a Wikipedia article to kind of kick us off here. Hold up. You said that like you said you didn't. Well, I have several that I'm going to jump around okay, okay. to. That's that's better. Can you can you give me a list so I can go ahead and start looking up some of these? Okay. <laughs> or at so least start So I I was looking for something interesting to talk about legend and legends wise. But I, I kind of stumbled upon something that might be a little more interesting. It's there, there is a little bit of legends to it too, but there's a lot of canon stuff to it as well. But uh, are, are you familiar with the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, Yoda? Uh I would say in passing, but uh, I'm sure there's probably things in here that I'm not aware of. So. And, and 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 are you familiar with his species? Oh, that is a even less known topic in my mind, and even in a lot of Star Wars fans' minds. Which so, uh, I we'll, 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 we will get into that because I do want to talk about kind of the whole Yoda species. It's not really a we don't we don't know what they're called, so I don't have a name I can refer to them as. But the whole Yoda species, um. Which, just kind of going over what is in canon uh, with the species. So, you know, we, we only have three canon examples of whatever Yoda's species is. We have Yoda himself, Yaddle, and Grogu. And one thing I was thinking about with this that is kind of odd. So... You know, of course, Yaddle dies during the events of the Phantom Menace, which takes place in 32 BBY. Okay? And the, the first season of The Mandalorian takes place in 9 ABY. And Grogu is around 50 years old. So, presumably during the events of the Phantom Menace, he would have been around 9. So, he could have been at the Jedi Temple even then. So, having, for such a rare species, having three examples of that species at the Jedi Temple at one time is kind of odd. But, okay, and I'm not saying you're wrong in saying that, but uh, when we jump to Legends, I feel like there are a couple more examples, one of which I think comes from the uh, Old Republic. Video game, Knights Kodor, of the Republic. Yes, there, there is, there is a uh, 
one one of your discoveries so, in Kodor. So that being said, you would assume, and with having three the you know, three examples in canon all being uh, force sensitive, you would assume that they are probably highly force sensitive. Um, with both y- Yaddle and um, Yoda being on the the council and Yoda being the Grand Master, and then obviously what we've seen of Grogu so far with mm-hmm. how he's only you know he's an infant in in within the year time within the framing of that species he's an infant which, and he's which... still pretty powerful within the force so their species is probably pretty powerful and i think it's only i mean I, you are you're right it is kind of like wow there's three of them but anyways mm-hmm. and because i think there is uh i didn't see it in this this uh wikipedia article I'm not saying it uh because i I skimmed over over some of these. I have not read them in depth yet. They are we, long. We, we, yes, we can Most get to that. Are. So, <clears throat> where, where where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Yoda, or do you want to get, go into the species? We'll start with Papa Yoda, then we'll go to Mama Yaddle, and then we'll go to Baby Grogu. I mean, technically, <laughs> the, the timing does work out, but... <laughs> Yoda over here talking about don't have no attachments, and then he's over here getting it on with Yaddle. I guess it doesn't have to be an attachment. I guess, I guess that... that yeah, anyways, anyways, we're going to move off from that. Yeah, let's, um, let's... Start, start, off, start off with the species so we can get a general overview of what we know when it comes to Star Wars. Uh canon or just star wars knowledge of the species and then we can dive into yoda a little okay. bit is that so, a separate article you have pulled up for his species yes, or like what, yes what is there, there's a there's a separate wikipedia article for yoda species so what what do i look up to get that yoda species yoda species well call me an idiot because well i am uh okay so now i'm i'm gonna start reading off of the canon side of because most of most of the articles on humanoid most of the wikipedia articles have a canon and a legends section mm-hmm. um, obviously for characters like Mara Jade who's strictly legends you know it's all, it's all legends but for a lot of stuff that you know, has canon and legends stuff there's, there's two, two versions of the article so I'm going to start reading from I, the canon article can I read this real quick <laughs> this is funny okay what so did you find I looked up <laughs> All I looked up, and you might have come across this too, all I looked up was Yoda's species, right? Well, the first thing that comes up is it says, Midget Humanoid. And it says, Yoda's species comes from the planet Naboo. The name Yoda means one who knows much in the language of the native people of Naboo. His species is a midget humanoid, approximately two feet tall. Yoda's species have four fingers uh, on each hand, no tails and long ears they also tend to speak in monotones uh this is from some he says uh what is yoda what species is yoda starship.com okay okay I, okay it's kind of funny okay. i just found it funny that the first thing i looked up it said midget humanoid that was in bold print that sounds like chat gpt wrote it too probably that honestly sounds like ChatGPT wrote it. Also, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't help. I can't help but notice. I'm I'm staring. I'm I'm looking at a picture of Yoda right here on this article. Uh-huh. Yoda has three fingers, not four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, also, like, where do they get Naboo? You know? Where do they get <laughs> Naboo from? Uh, okay. okay. Uh, ChatGPT is on something. I don't know what Starship.com is, but... Ugh. All right, so, like, so David, that, that article ahead. sounds like it was written by ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, David. I'll, I'll, okay. let you I'll start reading this. Uh, I'll read this uh, first, first couple paragraphs here. Okay. <clears throat> the species to which the Jedi Grandmaster Yoda belonged was ancient and shrouded in mystery. Members of the species were rarely seen anywhere in the galaxy. The few members of the species seen in the galaxy were all Force-sensitive. And the species' homeworld and name were unknown. So, <laughs> midget, midget humanoids. There we go. <clears throat> we have all the answers now. Come here if you want answers. The four-fingered Yoda is a midget humanoid from Naboo. So, uh, you know, this is all the examples of force-sensitive. Force-finger. But I do want to point out, too, it says, you know, the few members of the species seen in the galaxy were all Force-sensitive. It's just going off of Grogu, Yaddle, and Yoda. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but they're not wrong. True, true. You're not gonna, you're, 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 you're just gonna pass over my joke. Okay. <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> okay, so we've got a section here called Biology and Appearance. And then there's another section called Society and Culture, which I do want to read. And then we might be might be able that to one's short. That one's very but short. But... Ding. No pun but intended. Let's start, off, let's start off with uh, biology and appearance. <clears throat> the species included male and female genders. Member of the species were small in size, roughly comparable to a human child, with green skin, large ears, and l large eyes, and, and long pointed ears. <laughs> Their three-fingered hands ended in claws. One member of the species, Grogu, caught and devoured live amphibians whole. Is that amphibian? Yeah, amphibians whole. I think you're right. Yeah. While another member, Yoda, made root leaf stews. Their ears were ex. Their ears are expressive, curling and unfurling in accordance to their emotion. I do want to point out, too, a lot of this stuff has those blue links. Yeah. Like, I have no I idea what green. root leaf stew is, but it's got a blue link. So I could click through that, click that, and come, come up with some other Wikipedia article for root leaf root stew. Root leaf stew was a meal that the Jedi Master Yoda used to prepare during his years. Uh, of self-imposed exile on Dagobah, it consisted of mix of a mix of roots <clears throat> and swamp weed. Uh, ooh. Anyways, uh, Yoda getting getting. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, where, where are you going that was. That? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a little red in Yoda's eye. All right, uh, he's Chris. He's Christmas themed, red and green. All right. That was left to boil for 10 minutes and had a sour taste. Mm. Yoda notably prepared root leaf stew the evening that he met Luke Skywalker, who would uh, then become his Jedi apprentice. According to Skywalker, the stew had the consistency of boiled brains. So how did Luke know what boiled brains tasted like? 
the consistency of. Yeah, okay. And it smelled, uh, and its smell reminded him of garbage, uh, of a garbage, uh, teapot in the hot season of Tatooine. Nevertheless, it did not taste as bad as it looked. When Skywalker stayed with the Ewoks of Bright Tree Village on Endor, he was served a dish of root leaf stew, which he found not quite as bad as the one prepared by Yoda. Uh, there was a uh, Orten Ellen vendor aboard the some spur orbiting market that sold root leaf stew uh, when he visited there. Okay, yada yada yada. Okay, cool. So it's that's what it is. It's okay, okay, okay. Rainbow. Um, that had to have come from the novelizations, just from the detail it goes into. That yeah. that had to have come from the no- novelizations, especially since it's on the canon page. That, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, continue. So, uh, the next paragraph is about their hair. They Members hair. of the species were capable of growing thin hair with shades varying from auburn to white being documented. Females having longer and thicker hair than males. The species had a very long life expectancy spanning for several centuries. Yoda lived nearly a thousand years before dying of old age. Now, is the quote from Jedi or Return of the Jedi, is that I'm trying to remember, did he say he had lived for 900 years? Or did he say he had trained Jedi for nearly 900 years? Well, both could be true. Like, yeah. if he lived to be like 960, I mean, Grogu's 50. Uh, but it's, I think, I think the line is like, when 900 you reach, look so good you will not, or something like that. Okay. But is there another line? Is there another line in there? Because I think, I think he also makes a comment about like training Jedi for however many years, but. We're too lazy, so comment down below if you remember what the quote is. Yeah. Anyway, but also, again, short and we have a lot of comments. Again, I like how they're confidently saying that females grow thicker hair than males when the only example of this hey. we have is a middle-aged female you know, of the species, a very old male, and a very young male. <laughs> hey, Yaddo had some luscious locks, you know. Okay, okay, but who's to say when Yoda was like 400, he didn't have like, you know. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I, w- I would be willing to bet that Yoda had some luscious locks when he was around 400. You no, know, he probably had an afro. Probably. I mean, it was a time period. <laughs> <laughs> it was a style back then. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Uh, Siege. Where was I? Also, I love how they go. Members of the species were capable of growing long hair. Yada yada yada. Okay, moving on from that, the species had a very long life expectancy. It was like, okay, we're gonna start off with hair. Now we're gonna get into the li- their hair was long, their life was long. I mean, you know, may the hair on your feet grow forever. What was the what's the quote <laughs> from Tolkien? <laughs> uh. Dang, why can I not remember that exact quote? But I don't know what you're talking about. 
that uh that was a quote that um uh the guy preaching or minister or whatever for our wedding uh used um mm -hmm. Sarah's pastor uh he's a huge Lord of the Rings fan and mm -hmm. so he used that quote during our it's on the video somewhere I've like never watched it but mm -hmm. all right moving and on eight so and they you know a yoda species aged very slowly remaining in infancy for at least 50 standard years again grogu it's saying things very confidently even though we have very little information back to well, that being said that being said i mean they got to take the evidence that they have you know mm. i mean grogu could be an anomaly one way or another but i mean we don't have any evidence otherwise, so you know. Mm -hmm. But I could like uh, whatever. It's a, it's an article. It's yeah. a it's a wiki article. I don't care. Even at the stage of life, certain force sensitive individuals of the species could use force. Hold on, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Earlier, it said all examples were force sensitive, and now it says certain force sensitive individuals. Wouldn't that indicate well, that there are non-force-sensitive individuals in the species? <laughs> maybe, but I, th I feel like the point it's trying to get at is that they're force-sensitive, or they have abilities in the force at this age. Okay. But you're right, that's <clears throat> worded a little weird. Maybe not okay. a little weird. Yeah. It is worded in uh, such a way you can take it yeah. away. Force-sensitive individuals of the species could use force powers such as telekinesis and force healing. They were also capable of complex thought processes and could understand speech and communicate via force at this age. Despite their slow aging for the first five decades of life, members of the species reached maturity by their hundredth year. As exemplified by Jedi Master Yoda, who began training other Jedi when he was about 100 years old. Okay, so that must be from the quote that I'm thinking of in Return of the Jedi, is where they're coming to that. According to Yaddle, Yoda was considered to be middle-aged at 514. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> That's when he had his fro. Yes. <laughs> it was his midlife crisis. Uh, okay, yeah. Yep, there you go. Yeah. You have right. an Auburn fro. Society and culture. Well, this Due is the rare. Yeah, I so said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my own jokes again. <laughs> I'm copying myself from earlier. Oh. Oh. All right, oh. Dave. Go ahead and read this. I'm going to cry in the corner. Due to the rarity of the species in the wider galaxy, little is known about them, except that the species was ancient and shrouded in mystery. Members of the species were a or were capable of speaking galactic basic standard. That's English. Although Yoda often used a distinctive syntax. Well, uh, I don't know. If, if if the movies are dubbed in another language, and you've only ever seen it in that language, is Galactic Basic whatever that language is? What would that language be? 
Oh, wait, no, sorry. No. I'm stupid. No, I'm, I'm I understand okay, what you're saying okay, now. Like, okay, let's say, like... If someone in, in... Go ahead. Like, uh, yeah, if you've only ever seen the movies dubbed in Spanish, wouldn't Galactic Basic just be Spanish to you? I mean, you know, they were originally made in English, so... Technically, that that's why I said it's English, but... I don't know. I speak English, anyway. and I'm... <clears throat> on... I'm, that's all I'm gonna get. Get anyway. Um. So there is on this uh, page there is a section for Yoda, Yaddle, and mm-hmm. Dengrogu. Um. But then there's also some more. There's like a big behind the scenes section. There's one section that says Yoda's species in the galaxy, but it pretty much just repeats stuff that's I've already read through. Or even that, uh, even that, um, society and culture repeated some things that you've already said. So true. Um, <clears throat> let me scroll through the legends side just to see if there's anything else that might be interesting to look at. Do, 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 do. Oh, copyright. Let's see, do they talk about the other, uh... Yeah, I'd seen on here earlier, there, there were, there were, uh, at least links to other examples of Yoda's species. Um... Let's see... If you will load... Okay. <clears throat> Okay, I'll just read this kind of introduction paragraph on this one just to see if it's any different. The Jedi Master Yoda was best known, or was the best known member of a species whose true name is not recorded, known to some sources simply as Yoda's species. This species was of small carnivorous humanoids produced several well-known members of the Jedi Order during the time of the Galactic Republic. So, this says carnivorous, which, you know, Grogu is, but it said earlier in the actual canon one that Yoda ate, what was it? Root leaf stew or whatever? Well, David, David, you and I both can agree a steak is amazing, but it's not like we don't eat salad. True. Although, that'd be an omnivore, not a carnivore. But don't get on my case. Okay, yes, there is a list of known members. So, of course, you got Yoda, Yaddle. Grogu is not on here. Um, Let's see. Would he technically be a part of a Legends? That's true. He, he was about it. he was Disney, so I don't like, I don't know if he's in anything that's Legends. I wouldn't think Disney Star Wars of any kind would be anything Legends because Legends would just be everything outside of the original six that was made before Disney Star Wars. Because right, I'm, I'm think I'm right in saying that. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, he see, would be so, part of that. So of of these that that are not canon, there's 
uh, Vandar Takar, Oteg, and the description Don't under that know. under Oteg is uh, a Jedi Master who served during the Cold War. That's all it gives. That's that's the only description it gives. <laughs> I don't know what the Cold, the Cold War. War is. Uh, well, I'm gonna click on it and we're gonna find out. <laughs> I've looked at a lot of wars in Star Wars. I don't know what the Cold War was. I mean, I know what I know what the actual Cold War was, but I don't know what the. Yeah. Okay. So to read through this introductory thing real quick. Uh. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, there. The Cold War was an intense 11-year galactic geopolitical tension uh, between the Galactic Republic and the Sith Empire and their respective allies after 3653 BBY. Uh, the Treaty of Coruscant uh, ended the, galactic, the Great Galactic War, sealing the Sith Empire's uh, partial victory and its... Um, Ex, and uh, whatever that word is. Uh, why, 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 why is English? All right, it's of almost two thirds of the known galaxy. They conquered almost two thirds of the galaxy. Uh, peace was gained, but tensions between the Empire and the Republic remained high, especially as the Empire began sieging sieging more planets. In the core world. Uh, in the 10 years after the war, fear and uncertainty gripped the galaxy. Border, border skirmishes and proxy wars between the Empire and Republic erupted, and the uneasy truce between the two force, foes uh, appeared to be on the verge of collapse, as it finally did in 3642 BBY. The 11 year period. During the Cold War took place, uh, eleven year period during which the Cold War took place was perhaps one of the most significant points in galactic history, and we don't know about it. Uh, partially for Do that, you have like an set. ad or something playing on yours because I keep hearing something. I'm not sure if it's on mine or on yours. Did it stop? No. Okay, then it's on yours. Because I did have one playing, but I didn't hear it. Anyways, as a result of the... Um, immense power that they held during the Cold War, this was a well-regarded... This was well-regarded as having been the time in which the Sith were at their mightiest. So it's after the... the um, it's at, it, I guess the Cold War then takes place after, you know, this clips that we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago with the Old Republic games, where um, mm. Darth Malgus or whatever storms the Jedi Temple and they take Coruscant. I guess it takes place after that war. Um, okay. In which <clears throat> tensions are high. All that to say, that's who that guy is. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not really a whole lot uh, in the Legends part of this beyond what, you know, was already in the um, the canon part. So why don't we go ahead and jump over to either Yoda or Yaddle, because I feel like they're... I don't know, Yoda's going to have a lot more, so you want to jump to Yoda or Yaddle? 
Let's go ahead and do Yaddle. I have some things to say about her. Okay. Alright. There's a lot here. Hmm. I'm guessing there were some, because uh, this is also the canon thing, I'm guessing, and just from some of the pictures they're using here, I'm guessing that there were some comics with Yaddle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That are considered canon now. Alright. So, Yaddle. Also known as the One Below. Don't know what that means. Was a renowned Jedi Master who went on to serve the Jedi High Council for over a century before her death in 26 BBY during a peacekeeping mission on... or to... Moan. That is, that is incorrect. This is wait. What did it say? Sorry, I wasn't listening. All right, is this? Wait, was was I reading? I was not reading the legend. Shut up. I don't know, but what'd you say? (laughs) Oh no, that was the that was the legends one. That's why. Okay, no, it was uh, it got the death wrong. It was the it was her death from one of the comics, which was uh. I have a big problem with her death in canon. Okay, well, we can get to that. Which is what I have to get to, but anyways. Well, let me read this introduction on the actual canon side, and then uh, then we'll talk about that. Okay. So, now, now I'm actually reading the canon one. So, Yaddle was a Force-sensitive female being of the same species as Grandmaster Yoda and Din Grogu. She was a Jedi Master who was in charge of Jedi Initiates during the High Republic era. During this period, in 382 BBY, Yaddle and an Initiate she was tutoring at the time named Chippa... Yeah, Chippa Tarko fought against the Path of the Open Hand, a cult that was hateful of the Jedi and any who used the Force. In the devastating battle on Dalna, known as the Night of Sorrow. Okay. Intriguing. Uh, during the last years of the Galactic Republic, Yaddle was a member of the Jedi High Council. She trained a the Spacian Padawan Opo Rancis. I don't know. These 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 uh, an open racist. Who eventually joined Yaddle on the High Council by the time of the invasion of Naboo in 32 BBY. That year, Qui-Gon Jinn brought the Chosen One, Anakin Skywalker, to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, where he met Yaddle and the Jedi Elders. Following the Battle of Naboo, Yaddle pursued 
fellow Jedi, Master Dooku, after observing suspicious behavior on his part. She ended up encountering the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Sidious, who ordered the Jedi Master to kill his colleague. Yaddle was subsequently defeated and killed by Dooku, the final step on his path to the dark side of the Force. I feel like that's a good place to actually talk about her death. <clears throat> yeah. I liked Tales of the Jedi. It was a good good watch. I enjoyed it. My internet's low, so I'm probably cutting it out, aren't I? You're fine. Wait, say that again? I said you're fine. Okay. Uh, you weren't coming through, so I w thought I wasn't coming through. Anyways, so I liked watching through Tales of Jedi. It was a good watch. But when I got to that episode, I had problems with it. I actually, even like a couple days before that, had just listened to the Legends version of how Yaddle died. So it was kind of fresh in my mind. And it just didn't stay right with me because for, for multiple reasons. it's all It all has to do with Dooku. But Dooku, okay, I understand um, the... <laughs> So, so we talked about this when we talked about, uh, I think okay, I've been doing, I've been looking through our backlog of stuff recently. And I think it was when we were talking about Revenge of the Sith with Dooku and how you like, when you're talking about, and I agree with this, but you like the 2D version of, of, uh, uh, General Grievous, um, better than the way that they they show him in the clone wars which is as a general more so like as an actual well, like and and, and even body as, and even more than the more than the way they portrayed him in revenge of the sith too mm -hmm. but what i'm getting at with this is like so he's more of what's supposed to be that monster right but dooku is a politician dooku is a negotiator He's he is a good duelist, obviously. I mean, he's the the best, but he doesn't resort to violence starting out. I mean, that's you know, like the way he was within the force. There's a reason that he didn't have, and and I don't, I'm not going to because I don't have the knowledge on on top of my head. There's a reason why he didn't have the Sith yellow eyes like most. He didn't tap into the force the same way he did. So, anyways, I don't feel like at this point in time, this is in. Just after the events of um, Phantom Menace. I don't think at this point in time, Dooku is this far gone. So, him killing Yaddle doesn't make sense to me. Also, it's... it's What, a, what, a 10-year gap between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones? Because Anakin's 19? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Around in 10 years. years in 10 years, they don't figure out who killed Yaddle? Even if they don't, there's so many loose threads with Dooku killing Yaddle. And I'm sure, I understand, that Sith, Palpatine has his many methods. It's not like it's a completely impossible. But for them, like the way that Dooku left to begin with, like Dooku didn't just simply resign from the Jedi Council. 
he resigns to be the Count of Serena. Right? That's the right planet, right? Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Um, he resigned because he was going to be the Count. And he did that before he actually became the Count Dooku that we all know, Darth Tyrannus. He didn't go from the Jedi straight to being part of the Sith. So, there's a gap in there that they just flushed in, they took that gap out, and just made it where he turns to the dark side immediately, he kills Yaddle, and no consequences whatsoever, episode 2 happens the same way. I don't think that if he kills Yaddle at that point in time, that there's gonna be, uh, the events are gonna play out the same way. There would be an investigation into Yaddle's death, or at least her disappearance, and with her being such a high-level master, they would be I mean, they'd, they'd have to see some kind of foul play. And I don't think at this point in time, if Dooku did that, that he would just go then to Yoda and say, I'm resigning from the Jedi Council to go be the Count. There's steps in here that just don't seem to make sense to me. It's my opinion. I still like the episode. I just didn't like the implications or the... or the uh, Like, the fight was fun to watch. The episode was fun to watch. But I don't like it as canon. I think her death, which... Um, I'm going to read the Legends portion of her death here um i like this a lot better and it seems to make more sense for her to just be off screen or for her to die and it to be you know still notable but like it still makes sense so uh this says in 26 bby yaddle was sent to manwan uh along with obi-wan kenobi and his padawan anakin skywalker their mission was to try to resort restore peace to the lawless planet However, Yaddle sacrificed herself, uh, sacrificed her life for those, uh, for those of the people of Manwan, uh, by using the Force to absorb a bioweapon released by Grant Omega, uh, which killed her instantly. By doing so, she saved the city of Natana. Uh, Yaddle was 483 years old at the time of her death. Yaddle was the last Jedi Council member to die before the Clone Wars, with her place being filled by Shakti. Um, but the character of Yaddle, it makes more sense to, for her death. I mean, okay, I'm not saying that, like, she didn't die a noble death in what is now considered canon with her dying to Dooku, because she was trying to help a friend, and she died in the process same here in legends where she died helping others which is you know from everything that i've seen and read and heard about the character that's kind of how she was she wanted to help others and that's how she mm -hmm. saw her place in the galaxy was helping others and that's what she was doing trying to help dooku um but i just don't like there's so many loose ends that i feel like that level that level that episode leaves that are never addressed and I have problems with those yeah I mean <clears throat> I'm not not disagree I mean I, but like like you said like I like Tales of the Jedi and I like that they actually did give a canon ending to or a canon explanation for Yaddle's disappearance but between episode you know uh one and two. 
But at the same time, I do, I do kind of agree. Like they could have done a lot more with that character, and mm-hmm. I also yeah, I feel like the way that they, the way that they went about doing it. Here I go dogging on Disney Star Wars again. Um, the way they went about doing it, though, was like, hey, we need an explanation. We need a canon explanation. Oh, hey, let's make it where it fits in with some other characters that everyone knows. And that was about all the thought that was put into it. You know, they wanted to link it to the other characters, so they linked it to Dooku. And they wanted to have a canon explanation for it mm-hmm. without pulling from Legends. And so they came up with this. I'm not saying that's all the thought that went into it. I'm saying that's kind of how it feels because that's like, like I said, Sidious could probably very easily with the strings and power and pull that he had, could very easily take a death of Yaddle, even the high grand uh, on the council member that she was, and could probably still sweep that underneath the rug where it didn't matter. But it's just like, it seems like she's too big of a character and too prominent of a position for it to be swept under the rug. You know, who's going to kill someone of that level? Like, okay, in Clone Wars, we see, uh, like, uh, like, okay, let's use the Death of Fives as an example. A lot of the circumstances involving that were covered up. But Fives was just a clone. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna, you know, it, it, as you know, bad as that is, as bad as that sounds, who's gonna, who's gonna care about a clone? Yeah, but the, when, when it's when it's when it's a member of the Jedi Council, yeah, I do see what you're saying there. If you or I were missing, we would have. There would be search parties. There would be investigations. There would be stuff like that, right? If the President of the United States went missing, or someone in a position like that. How many more times would that be investigated and searched mm-hmm. and, 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 and involved with? You know, it's the, kind of that level. You know, I, yeah. I, I understand you understand the concept, and I understand probably someone listening to this understands the concept, but I like saying things and repeating things because sometimes I need to refresh. Because sometimes you don't understand the concept. Sometimes I need to understand the concept, all right, people? <laughs> I'm a little slow, I'm a little stupid over here. I grew All up with right. this idiot, so, you know. <clears throat> well, I grew up with that idiot, so, yeah. The Mandalorian? You grew up with the Mandalorian? Dang! No, I, no, I, I, cool. said, I said that idiot. I saw that! I saw the thumbs pointing behind you, and you have the Mandalorian poster behind you. No, I, I, I was gesturing to where I'm looking at you on my screen. No. I think your point at the Mandalorian. Now the Mandalorian is going to come kill you. But I guess since your childhood friends, he may, you know, may just be some fun banter that you have back and forth. Bantha, some fun banter back and forth. I misspoke, but it, it's hey. Anyways, David, get me out of this. Right. So <clears throat> we've actually been talking about this for a for a good long time, <laughs> and staying pretty consistent on the on the topic. So. I think this just evidences how you, you, whenever you prep a video, we stay on topic. Whenever I prep a video, I don't prep a video. <laughs> so, what we need to do is come up with some 
just off the wall theories about Yoda's species. Oh, I already told you. So my off the wall uh, theory for all this is is uh, it's Papa Yoda, Mama Yaddle, Baby Grogu. <laughs> so if I mean... if Yoda's middle age, if Yoda's middle age at uh five hundred something, right? Then he's in prime time. So well, he wouldn't have been. How old would he have been in uh? If he's nine hundred, at the end probably of probably the... about probably about eight hundred and fifty years old, eight hundred and forty-five. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you've seen it all the time, you know these these old men, and I mean, Yada wasn't that old; she was only four or five hundred on it, or four. Is it four hundred at the time of her death? I mean, okay. So, also, I mean, technically, well, I don't know if this she would have been the prime. I don't know if this is technically canon, but technically there are instances where Jedi were allowed to get married and have kids, like with uh, um, Caddy Mundi, because you know his species was so rare that the Jedi Council allowed him to actually have children, because you know, just for just for the so, so 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 Yoda species very. Well, why not just to have the most powerful species thingy in the world, right? You know? So, I think we're on to something. Now, the real question is... Oda. Hmm? Wifey Yaddle. Baby. Gosh. Than that, I think they come from Naboo, and they have four fingers, and they're midget humanoids. Hold up, I want I want to try something. <laughs> They're gonna look up what ChatGPT has to say about Yoda. I'm gonna ask ChatGPT. Now... I'm gonna go to that article. I'm gonna find that article. Uh, put that right there. Comes up. Um, right. I want to read the rest of this article. I want to see because I have um any okay. While you're asking Chat GPT, I'm gonna read this article. <clears throat> While Yoda has never, has only ever seen, ever seen on screen twice. Oh, while Yoda in uh, episode four and five. That's not what? right. <laughs> just, just so, just we're on the same page. Uh, Roman numeral wise, four is the five with the I behind it, right? And then six is yeah. with it in front. Okay, so yeah, I think so. it says episode four and five. Well, I'm also just going with the the 
order of it. It has that first, and then it has five after. So, well, this article is on some crack. All right. Well, he was only ever seen twice. We're not going to include the, the prequels. Uh, in episode four and five, he, uh, he, he has become an icon iconic character in the franchise. All right. He is known for his wisdom, humor, ability to communicate telepathically, and ability to perform feats of strength and magic. Ooh. Yoda's species comes from the planet Naboo. The name Yoda means one who knows much in the language of the native people of Naboo. His species is a midget humanoid, approximately two feet tall. Yoda's species has four fingers on each hand, no tails, and long ears. Uh, they also tend to speak in monotones, which this article this article will discuss Yoda and what type of species he is. Okay, cool. Good way to... I don't want to... No, I don't want to subscribe. Go away. Who is Yoda in Star Wars? The first time we see Yoda is in Star Wars A New Hope. He is sitting on top of a rock formation looking at Luke Skywalker as he trains with Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> My god, this is great. <laughs> I want to see this. After watching him train, Yoda tells Luke that he must learn how to use the Force or it will be lost forever. In Return of the Jedi, Yoda appears again. Uh, when Luke confronts Darth Vader. During the scene, Yoda uses his mind powers to make Vader think that he is talking to himself. And then Vader asks if Luke is his son. Yoda replies, he does not know. In The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda makes another appearance. Oh, jumping all around. Uh, he makes another appearance during the Climactic battle between Han Solo and... Wait. The climactic battle between Han Solo and General Leia Organa. Oh my! <laughs> as, the as the rebels attempt to destroy the Death Star, Yoda watches over them all. When <laughs> the Death Star explode explodes, Yoda disappears into the clouds. Oh uh, what is... What is the species that Yoda belongs to? Asking the same question in four different ways. This is definitely our channel. All right. Yoda's species is a race of creatures from Naboo. There are many different types of these creatures, but they share certain characteristics. One thing they all have in common is their small stature. Members of Yoda's species are very... Can can vary greatly in size, but mostly average about two feet tall. Their heads usually resemble those of humans, although some have pointy ears like Yoda. Oh, Maybe some don't. <laughs> Maybe some don't. Alrighty. Alright, they have four fingers on each of their hands, and most do not have tails. Most do not have tails! Alrighty. <laughs> Some have hair, while others don't. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Nip 
members members of Yoda's species are very wise creatures. For they live for thousands of years, so they have plenty of time to study the universe around them. They have learned many things throughout history, including the secrets of the Force. Uh, this article is only halfway over. Uh. <laughs> How do Yoda species communicate? They communicate through tele through telepath. <laughs> they can hear. Tel That's what it says. Anyways, this article is null nulling is dulling my brain. <laughs> communicate to telepathy. They can hear everything that other beings say, even though they cannot physically hear. Even though they cannot physically hear sound. <laughs> then what are the ears for? <laughs> They're so big! They take it all so much sound! <laughs> Alright, this is because the species has developed unique physical abilities. They can read minds by using these abilities. They can sense emotion, thoughts, and feelings. They can tell what someone wants before they ask it. They can... I feel like I'm reading this and this is like from a third grader. They can have great intuition. They can often predict events and understand situations better than anyone else probably has to do with the wisdom all right how can they use the force yoda species uses the for the power of the force to accomplish many amazing the force to accomplish amazing feats they use it to move objects heal wounds and control the environment around them when they want to use the force, they focus their attention inward. Was that it? Oh, no. We got more. They close their eyes and concentrate on the energy within themselves. Then they release it outwards. For example, um. Yoda could use the force to levitate an object above his head. He would simply close his eyes and imagine it lifting. Or imagine lifting the object. Once he has imagined doing this, he would open his eyes and let it go. How does Yoda heal wounds? Oh, pray tell. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda can heal people who are injured by touching them. This is done through touch alone. It, to perform this feat, Yoda would place his hand on the person's wound. He would then use his mind to send healing energy to the area. Afterward, he would remove his hand and the wound would be healed. Why is Yoda so wise? The answer to this question is simple. Yoda is really smart. <laughs> he was born with incredible wisdom and knowledge. His parents were both silent. Wait a minute! 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 His parents were both scientists on the planet Naboo. As a result, Yoda grew up surrounded by books and learning. He spent much of his childhood studying the ways ways of the galaxy and mastering the Force. He became one of the wisest Jedi masters ever known. Many people think that Yoda is the only Jedi Master who has lived for more than a thousand years. What is, what is Yoda's personality like? Yoda's species, uh, species members are kind-hearted and gentle 
creatures. They love peace and harmony. They are, are always looking out for others. Because of their kindness, they make good friends and pets sometimes. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> That's the way it sounds. Anyways, they enjoy spending time with people. They will, uh, they will help you if you need it. They are very compassionate. They care deeply about all living things and respect life uh, life in every way. This is almost over. How do Yoda and Luke know each other? Luke Skywalker and Yoda first met when they were... <laughs> Luke Skywalker and Yoda first met when they were children. <laughs> Luke was just a young boy at the time. Uh, well, one of those is right. He was searching for the answers of how to defeat how to defeat Darth Vader. Luke asks Yoda for advice. In Return of the Jedi, Luke meets Yoda again. He asks Yoda for help in defeating Emperor Palpatine. Yoda tells Luke that he must seek out Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan taught Luke everything. Obi-Wan taught Luke everything he knows about the Force. When Luke completes his quest, he returns to Yoda and defeats Vader. What about Yoda and Leia? Leia Organa and Yoda first met during A New Hope. She is trying to find her brother Luke. She comes across Yoda in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Yoda tells her that she should look for Obi-Wan Kenobi instead. Later, after meeting Han Solo, Leia goes back to Yoda. She wants to know where she can find Obi-Wan. Yoda tells her to ask Chewbacca. Chewbacca takes her to Obi-Wan. <laughs> then, then Leia finally finds Luke. She brings him to Yoda, and Yoda helps Luke defeat Darth Vader. Okay, one little oh. thing more. What does Yoda look like in Star Wars? Yoda looks like a little green alien. He is short and round. His body is covered in fur. His body is covered in fur. <laughs> what? Alrighty. Uh, like hairs, like humans, but no. All right, whatever. His face is wrinkled and his green. His skin is grayish blue. He's a little green alien. His skin is grayish blue. What? Yoda wears robes made of clothes. He also wears sand. He also wears sandals. <laughs> robes made of clothes. <laughs> oh, it says cloth. My bad. Oh. I can't. Read. This thing is killing my brain. All right. Don't don't even act like that wouldn't be something this thing would say though. All right. No, Yoda is an amazing character in the Star Wars universe. He is wise beyond words. His teach he teaches people about the Force. The Yoda species are midget humanoids and they live on the boo yada 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 all right why is there a screen all right i i'm gonna do this later there's a uh what's this i know this channel um one second uh suspense wave that's a star wars channel why is that linked in this video i don't think it would have said any of this stuff for okay <sighs> i'm probably gonna make a bunch of shorts about this because it's funny. So, as a precursor, what I'm about to read is from an article on starship.com. 
it makes no sense. <clears throat> what kind of like alternate universe Star Wars did did they want? Okay, okay, hold up. See if you can find an author name on this uh, article, because I swear if co- if cocaine is not a credited as a co-writer, <laughs> I don't All right. know what they were smoking. <laughs> so, so under the resources tab here, it says about us, contact, press kit, terms and condition, po- privacy policy, and site map. That's under resources. Now, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. Brad Bernian, author. Uh, This guy is the founder of Starship.com. He loves all video game genres. In his spare time, he loves reading, watching movies, and playing games. Well, he forgot to watch Star Wars if he wrote this article. That's all it says, though. So he's the creator of Starship.com. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds okay, this is like if someone like you you know those like that sitcom trope of like, you know, it's like it's one person who's like a you know big fan of a certain movie, and then you know, this other person is trying to get closer to the to the person who's a big fan, so they pretend like they know a bunch a lot about the movie and they get a bunch of stuff wrong. It's like someone wrote an article about Star Wars based off an episode of a sitcom about Star Wars with that kind of a premise. It's like, um, uh, we, me and Sarah have been watching a lot of Captain Sauce recently, and you know, he's he's big into like Marvel and Star Wars, and stuff like that. Like, he mentions <clears throat> it here and there, but like, you know, he he shows that he's big into those those nerd genres or whatever, mm-hmm. and sometimes he'll mash them together. You know, and he's doing it as a joke. That wasn't a joke. That better have been a joke. I don't know. They're, they're going to mislead it. That's the first result that came up when I looked up Yoda <laughs> species. Wikipedia was below it. Oh. David, after that mind-numbing, brain-melting mush... Yeah, see, I don't even know where I'm going with this. After that, what what do you have left to say about Yoda? I don't know that I have much else to say about Yoda. <laughs> that I definitely don't have anything that can top that. <laughs> I, I don't know if we can ever top that. I think I'm gonna start looking up <laughs> Starship.com uh, now. <laughs> It's the only place I'm going to get my. Uh, it's the only place I'm going to get my um, information from now. We need to see if they have any more Star Wars articles. Oh. Uh. That that um, so yeah, that's that's definitely going to come back up if they have more. Ooh, home. It's like oh, there's a search bar. All right. Uh, Real quick, I'm gonna look this up. Um, I was suggesting us to click click over, uh, go over to um a. Uh, they have a bunch more Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So, 
if you've enjoyed this up until this point, and if you've stuck through the reading of this, like this video and comment down below if you'd be interested in us reading more from Starship.com. We're probably going to do it anyways because we find it hilarious. Um, but let us know if it made you laugh. If it didn't, why are you watching this? Okay, so, David, if you don't have anything else left to say about Yoda, I know I don't. Um, you want to head over to what's new with you? Let's, let's, let's do that. <clears throat> What's new? What's new with you? What's new? What's new with you? What's new? What's new with you? Yeah! Yeah! I know it's been such an incredibly long time since we've talked, David. It's been a day. Yeah, but I think, well, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days. Four days. Cool. Yeah. So, what's new with you? What have you done? Uh, school, work. Lame. What have you done? I have actually done something. Um, have you watched the Doctor Who specials? Uh, you talking about the the new ones? Yeah. No, I haven't. I don't think it's worth... Okay, well, the 60th isn't as big as a 50th, because, you know... But, I mean, you know, even... But since it's a special, it doesn't really seem that special. But they're pretty good. Um, I won't give any spoilers away. That's the one where they brought uh, back uh, David Tennant, right? Yes. Okay. It's on Disney+. Plus. I, I mean, it don't, like... Go out of your way to watch it, but I would I would say that it's a good watch if you have something and you're free and you want to watch that. I would watch it. It's pretty good. Um, but uh, it's interesting. They, I'm not up to date on my Doctor Who lore because I haven't watched any since Matt Smith. So mm -hmm. I am I I I I am out of it. And there's things in this that aren't necessarily old Doctor Who lore, but are things that happened in between that I don't necessarily know. So, there are certain things in it that were kind of confusing. And so, if I was supposed to go in-depth on this, which is good that you haven't watched it, because I don't know depth. But to be spoiler-free, it was good. Uh, David Tennant's obviously really good at playing the Doctor. I like David Tennant and really anything mm. that he's in. Um, like, yeah. And they do, so they have three specials with David Tennant, and then they have one special with the new Doctor. And I, all I'm going to say about that is, I don't hate it. I think he embodies the Doctor well. I think he does a good job with it. Um, the new companion, um, she's she seems like she'll be do a really good job in the role. And, um, you know, it's something that, like, me and Sarah were talking about. It's like, I wouldn't ever say that this is better than what we both watched Doctor Who was. The um, OG reboot Doctor Who. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's, but it's, it's still good. And I think it's something mm -hmm. that if Disney does put up the stuff to watch it, 
I might end up checking it out because um, I think he did he did a good job. It's it's definitely different and it definitely there's definitely things in it that are like I don't know. I, I do think it feels like Doctor Who, but it feels so very detached still. Mm-hmm. But um, which uh, I'd say I, I I'd check it out if I were you. If not, you don't really have to. I was just you know it's a which, suggestion. Speaking of Doctor Who, it is kind of funny because uh. <clears throat> I just recently actually watched the first couple episodes of the uh, reboot, you know, see the series. Um, these are the Christopher Eccleston episodes, and I'm probably gonna keep watching those through. Um, what do you have them on? DVD. We're just watching. We're just oh. watching through the DVDs. This is completely unrelated, but I am watching my cat throw. Pretty much handfuls of litter out of the litter box. She's digging around in it and she's like just throwing them out. So now I'm gonna have to go clean that up after I get done with this. Cats are so annoying. They're not as low maintenance as I thought they would be. Anyways, I don't have to take her out every day, but so, she's uh, stupid. But continue. Now I have not finished the episode, but um last week. Sam Whitwer was on Katie Sackhoff's podcast, mm-hmm. which I didn't. I didn't even realize Katie Sackhoff had a podcast. Who is that? Uh, Bo-Katan. I gotcha. Yeah, I didn't even realize she had a podcast. But yeah, uh, Sam Whitwer was on that uh podcast, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, like I said, I need to finish the, finish that uh, podcast episode. I. I'm about halfway through it, but it's kind of interesting listening to two huge Star well, yeah, two huge Star Wars fans who also did it, you know, were in Star Wars talking about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because you, you know, I think Sam, anything that has Sam Witwer on it is gonna be good. Because like he he he's you know he's not only you know the voice of Maul and Starkiller, he's a huge huge Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. It is always nice to see um, how many people who do stuff in Star Wars, how Star Wars is like a huge part of like them <clears throat> and they're, they're they're huge fans of it, you know, and like you know. Sam Witwer is just, just, it's pretty well gotten to the point where he's an icon within uh, Star Wars. So, obviously, I know, you know, him and him being a big fan. I didn't know uh, Bo-Katan, uh, the actress who played her, uh, was a huge Star Wars fan. But that's always good to hear because if, if it's something that they love themselves, they're going to mm. want to make something that's good, you know. And most of the stuff that she's been in, like, okay, Mandalorian Season 3 wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't bad. And so, mm-hmm. like, it's all, you know, it, it's, 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 everything that she's been in has been good. And I'm not saying that she has had anything to do with it, but you can, you can, like, if you and I were in those positions, even if we didn't like the way that something was going, we would make it the best we could. And I, I believe that, you know, which, she, like, Star Wars, well, she's probably do, tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Which one thing I do like about uh, Sam Whitworth, which uh, he's a lot more, like, vocal about, you know, Telling these kinds of stories, 
which, you know, so many other, other actors have probably done stuff like this, but one thing I do like about Sam Witwer is he, he is not afraid to go up to the director, producer, whoever, you know, whoever, and just say, uh, that's not, that doesn't fit with canon. <laughs> that's not how the Force works. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, he, he said, uh, I actually just recently heard him talking about uh, his, was it on that podcast episode? I don't think so. I think it was on something else I heard him talking about. But uh, talking about his uh, interview when, when he interviewed for the role of Starkiller for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or when he auditioned for the role of Starkiller for the first time. And he d- it was a scene where Starkiller was, was meditating. And he said he, he, uh, he didn't think he would get the part because at first because... So... When he was doing it, he was, like, really... When he was doing the meditation part, he was, like, really tense and really, like... Because it was, like, Starkiller was uh, building his lightsaber using the Force. Mm-hmm. And Sam, Sam was, like, you know, really tense, like, almost trying to force the pieces together when he was acting it. And the director's just like, why, why are you so tense when you're doing that? And, and Sam was just like... Because... Dark Killer doesn't know how to meditate. He's a Sith. Why would he know how to meditate? <laughs> yeah. And, and and then of course you know you've got the 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 clip that you see all the time of him talking about uh when he was working on Solo when he 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 uh was talking to uh um Ron Howard at the you know for the scene of Maul you know when he force pulls the um lightsaber to him and he's in you know same way where it's just like well which lightsaber and ron howard's like the well the one from phantom menace and he's like he he doesn't have that lightsaber anymore you you know you you can you have two options at this point you know you have you can use the dark saber which will set this you know and during at this point in the timeline or you can do the um the inquisitor lightsaber that he has in rebels which will mean that you know the empire is hunting him and all this and that and I I kind of hate mm-hmm. when it comes to the character of Darth Maul. So he... They brought him into Clone Wars because he was such a beloved character for his limited amount of time on screen in Phantom Menace. And they made his character what we know as him in the Clone Wars. And then they do stuff like, you know... They set things up like they did in Solo with him being some guy behind the scenes with the big crime syndicates. And then they just kill him. And and I'm I'm not saying I don't love the fight. I do. But then they just kill him off after a little couple episodes within Rebels. Mm -hmm. And it's like what you could have done with this character and what you did with this character are miles apart. I almost feel like killing him off at that point was almost like a big middle finger to uh, George Lucas's pitch for the Star Wars sequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like I, said, I do really like that fight, but I do agree they kind of they, they could have done so much more with him after uh, Revenge of the Sith, and we, yeah. we still might get it. Might get more, but but, but knowing there's, there's... the end, 
yeah. makes it just, you know, like it, it, Darth Maul <laughs> deserved to have the sequels the way mm -hmm. George Lucas was originally thinking it. He deserved that because of the amount of love that he got as a character. And then like just the kind of character they was, he deserved to be a, maybe not completely, but a, almost a galactic threat. Like he did. I mean, he was a big enough threat during the clone wars that Sidious himself came to take care of him, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Sidious saw him as a threat. If Maul had been underground for all that time, like, how does Maul get from the end of Solo, where he's the head of, of um, uh, Crimson Dawn, to where we find him in Rebels? You know? Because there's a gap there that we don't know. Is he still in the same position of power in rebels but he's just you know off searching for sith relics in his free time very possible but mm -hmm. you know then what happens to his position if he dies randomly on a planet and no one that he in no one knows about it mm -hmm. and you just picture this too if we had you know the redo for the sequels so you know, picture a new republic that's getting stronger. It has actual, you know, a military that's actually strong, unlike what we see in the actual sequels. And then we see a character like Thrawn. Use Thrawn. You know, I don't. Maybe not, but a character like Thrawn trying to rebuild the Empire. And to get help. He goes and recruits, or he goes and tries to get the help of all the crime syndicates. So, of course, he has to go to Maul. Yeah. You know, so having like these... A, think about a Luke and Maul duel. And, well, actually, I think the original uh, pitch for that, that uh, Lucas had come up with was pulling Darth Talon in from Legends and having her be Maul's apprentice. Who's that other Darth that's like a clone um, during that time in Legends? You know who I'm talking I'm about, sure. right? He's from the Clone Wars, is survived or Order 66 <clears throat> Jedi member, and then I think something happens, but he gets Cloned, I think it's been a while since I've. Um... I'm not sure what I'm. I'm not sure. That sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Um, I'll look into it later. Maybe. Oh, no, I'll look into it later. <clears throat> Comment down below if you know, but I'll look into it later. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we really need to stop dogging on. We're in our Disney Star Wars couple months here though because we're talking about disney star wars we're talking about the force Hello. awakens and next month we're talking about uh rise of, no last jedi and then rise of skywalker so we're talking about so disney star wars is current we're dogging on it because we don't like it get over it although hey 
One thing we do need to do is stop talking about Maul right now because he deserves his own episode. Yes. Yes, that that will do that. We'll do that. Hey, we can talk about Maul right now and still have plenty to talk about because there's so much to the character of Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. He is such a cool character. Yeah, cause yeah. well, we were just re- we were really just talking about the you know end of his life. Like, there's so much with Clone Wars and stuff. And if we pull up the Wikipedia article on Maul, I'm sure there is so much both canon and legends yes. to talk about. Yes. Yes. All right. So we, we uh, maybe we'll do that for the next. Uh, Yes. Uh, Wikipedia Wikipedia episode. I don't know what 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 what, 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 what should we call these episodes? Uh, Wikicast. Wikicast. I don't know. Because if, um, if we're gonna make this a thing, we need an episode for this uh ser- or a name for this series, I guess. That's true. We'll uh, we'll do some brainstorming if anyone actually cares to listen this far in the podcast and actually thinks of a name. Comment down below. We may or may not use it, um, but anyways, we'll, we'll go from there. But uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we haven't talked about? Um. Oh well, actually, you. It's kind of funny you were talking about Doctor Who earlier. Well, oh, and I already mentioned that. Dang. Okay. No, not really. Did you ever finish <laughs> what you're talking about with the with the? Uh, Doctor Who starting it up, or were you finished with that? Because you moved on to something else, and I wasn't sure if you actually finished what you were talking about. I, I don't even know, and I, I don't remember, so I'm just gonna <laughs> say I was finished and move on. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Well, uh, other than that, I mean, everything else is pretty much the same, you know? I'm I'm still playing through Lego Batman, but I'm, I'm, I haven't completed it yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I did find, and I'm kind of pissed about this. So when I was playing through one of the levels, I was like, all right, I want to create this character in the character creator. And I had the whole thing planned out. When I got to the character creator, I couldn't build it. You know why? I wanted to use Penguin's umbrella as the Uh weapon that he carried around. You can only use two different types of guns, a a pistol and a machine gun, and the Batarang. Those are the only weapons you can use. Now, maybe it's something that if you get farther down the line, you can actually change it. But that's all that I have access to at this moment in time. And I looked I feel into like there it. Were more, I, yeah, I feel like there were more weapons, but I could be wrong. Well, you might be thinking of Lego Batman 2, because I believe in Lego Batman 2, you, there are more. Maybe. Um, Because I'm going to... I didn't really play Lego Batman 2 that much, but okay, I could just be misremembering it. But <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it was kind of annoying. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I haven't gotten the thing completely completed, but I'm at like seventy six percent, so there's very little that I haven't completed. So you would think that around this area that I should have things like I have Penguin unlocked. I just wanted like, to make like, a yeah, 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 you, that you do other stuff. That... You'd think that like certain items in the character creator, if they were doing the un- you know where you unlock stuff, you'd think it would be like you once you unlock this character, you get to use those pieces in the character creator. Yeah. So I was a little annoyed at that because then I couldn't create the character that I wanted to. And Lego Batman, mm-hmm. like Lego Batman, was an amazing game. It is an amazing game, and 
it 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 was so early on you know it's like the third they did lego star wars to complete or lego star wars to both those games then the lego star wars complete saga then they did indiana jones then they made this one so it wasn't like they had made that many more before this um and like the graphics are amazing on it the the honestly the hub world is really good the level designs are great and the character roster is small it's a good character roster but it's very small and it gets kind of annoying because like when you're doing free play, which is what I'm doing now because I'm trying to unlock everything, um, you basically get essentially all the characters because you either get Batgirl or Batman, which does the Bat stuff. You get Robin or Nightwing, which does the Robin stuff. And then you get pretty much the rest of the characters that aren't goons. You know? Mm-hmm. You may not get all of them. Like, you get one character that can jump high, you get one strong character, and you get, like, uh, you know, um the joker and like either the mad hatter or riddler who could do one of those things um Mm -hmm. but it's like there's not that many characters to use and i was like oh maybe i'll go create a character so i don't you know i I usually use mr freeze sometimes i use clayface um but uh like those are my go-to and i was like well let me make a character and then i can have that one you know and they can maybe do all these different things but i didn't have the option to do that so that that just kind of sucks I don't care to make another Batman or another gun person. I don't find that fun. So I'm just going to stick with the ones I've been using. But I'm a little annoyed at that, that that's not a capability. Lego designers, go back and fix Lego Batman. They basically did when they made Lego Batman 2. Whatever things were shortcomings of Lego Batman. I mean, you can can argue with the the voice lines um, however you want. But Aside from that, level design wise and hub world design, I mean they do a tremendous job in Lego Batman too. Yeah. It uh Yeah, th- those early Lego games I think are still the best though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hands down. I-, I I like I think that's one thing that I and you were talking about this, I think a couple of weeks ago with like um wanting to play through some of the um What do they call it? The real, real tough games. Um, oh, Souls games. Souls games. You were talking about doing that, and like how you kind of liked how the Lego games more recently have gotten to where they're. I mean, they're obviously not hard, but they're not just button mashing. More, like com- more complex combat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like they've gotten to the point where they have more complex combat and less complex puzzles, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's what Lego is all about is the puzzles not the fighting like i don't care that when i go to a boss at the end of a level that i just had the button mash to hit them and then maybe solve a puzzle so that they can come back down and i can hit them again like i don't mind that because mm-hmm. throughout the level there's complex puzzles like obviously i've played through before so i know what they are but like sometimes trying to figure out um all the mini kits and red bricks you have to figure some things out and those things i haven't done all of them before so i like that aspect of it you know, like uh, like that, and you've talked about Lego Indiana Jones. Like that one's real big on puzzles and stuff like that. I like the puzzle design of it because I feel mm-hmm. like that's the point of Lego games, as opposed to the the combat. Which I'm not saying like the combat's not more interesting, but like in Lego City Undercover, the combat in that is interesting, while at the same time having very good puzzles. You know, mm-hmm. so I like the balance that they had with that. I feel like that was a tipping point that they kind of just moved more towards a lot of the combat and less of the puzzles. 
So, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. Well, David, a, um, I need to find a good good game to start. I don't have anything. You want to pl- really play right finish now. one of the? You want to finish one of the ones I'm playing? I don't know. Okay. I might start. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Because lately I've just been playing Minecraft. So. Uh, me and Sarah haven't played that in a while. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones that we kind of pick up together. Yeah. Um. I got you on that realm I have, and that's what—that's the main world I've been playing on recently, and. Uh, I've got a huge city that I'm working on. Is that the one that was in development? Um, like the one that's off a ways that you have to get to? Um, that was started? Uh, it's not really off. Well, okay. Then again, the the way I play Minecraft, like in survival, you know, a couple thousand blocks isn't really a long way for me. So, yeah. Um, it, I think if I'm thinking of the right thing, I, I, I played when you first added me to it, I played it for a while. Um, I got mm-hmm. on every once in a while. Uh, yeah, because I see you, you did a lot in that village, but I think so. I don't remember. I'll go back eventually and, and play it, but it will be a while. Mm-hmm. I like Minecraft, I just don't always have the time it takes to just sit down and do stuff in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I did. I just. I just don't take the time, but yeah, me and Sarah had a uh, had a world that we were building on, um, and we did a decent amount on it. Um, but I think uh, I, I, think I got on that one. I think I got on one of those with y'all. Yes. I remember one where y'all had a house on top of a mountain. Yeah, that's the only one that we we did with. Okay. So we got it on the X. We got on the Xbox to play together um, on it. Split screen and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was the only one that we uh, only world that like we just made the one world and we were just building on it. Um, so that the okay. one that you joined was the only one that we had. Okay. And yeah. we had the three beds next to each other, all nice and cuddly. Uh huh. And then I went down and went in the cave and built a house in there, which you probably haven't found yet. Probably not. I I I had my own things I was doing. Uh. It's been a long time since I've been on that world, so yeah, Minecraft is fun. It's it's one of those like games that it it. I think it's pretty similar to. Uh, it's just one of those games that's like probably never really going to go out of style because it's it's a game that you just create things in, like that's not a style. That's that's a mindset. Like people who are creative are going to like it, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, David. Well, it sounds like we've run out of things to say. We've been recording for an hour and a half, so we should probably end it here. Uh, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Before I'm comes too boring. Dinner should be ready soon, so I, I am, I'm ready to go. Well, I mean, I already made dinner tonight, so <laughs> had it in the crock pot. So oh, that's nice. That sucks for you. Oh, I thought you were saying you already ate it. 
Well, no. we can both look forward to going and eating then, David. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't eaten yet, but I probably could have before, before we started, but I didn't. Well, David, if that's all you have to say, let's head on to an outro. Explorers, that's about all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know what you thought in the comments down below, where you can DM us on Instagram at DownTheRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbitRabbit